This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. War of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is omegamanradio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons, tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Man, I love that song. Peter Furler, I'm Alive. Stand by. Hello. Hello. Hello there. How folks. are you? Hello, Brother Tony. Hello. Sister Sherry, how are you doing today? Doing well. Doing well. Welcome to the program. This is Shannon Davis with Mega Man Radio. Brother Gary, how are you doing, my friend? Well, I'm fine. And you're talking to some Georgia people. Are you all from Georgia? <laughs> yes. I was born and raised in Georgia. What part are you from? Jessup, right next to Brunswick. Hey, that's not too far. I was uh, I was born down in Warner Robins, Georgia. Family grew up in uh, oh. Lyons, even further south, but I'm more in North Georgia. Yes, sir. But I spent a lot of time in uh, in Atlanta and Gainesville, so... Praise the Lord for some Georgia folk out there. (laughs) (laughs) Praise God. Everybody, welcome aboard. We're excited to be here tonight with you. We're going to kick off tonight's marathon. Today is Thursday, February 22nd, 2024. We've got special guests tonight, Tony Anthony and Cherry Simmons and uh, Pastor Gary Stafford. Um, Sister Cherry, would you like to open us up in prayer? Sure. Father, we just thank you for this opportunity in the name of Jesus for us to gather together. Father, we thank you that the word will go forth with power, that it will not return void, but it will accomplish that which it's been sent to do. And Father, we pray that those who are listening, that they will be strengthened, that they will be encouraged, and not only strengthened and encouraged, but even transformed. I thank you, Father, that you're with us. And Lord, even as we speak, and even as we talk among one another, we thank you that you hear us. In the name of Jesus, amen. I say amen. amen. Brother Gary, over to you, my friend. Welcome back. All right. Well, uh, Tony Anthony and Cherry, uh, this is a, a revelation uh, for many a person, and uh, we're going to entitle it Restoring People's Lives Through God's Plan." So that's what we're going to call it tonight, Restoring People's Lives Through God's Plan, and God knows we need it. 
And as uh, far as you uh, fellow <coughs> listeners, good evening. <laughs> good day to you, depending on where you live. And um, how in the world are you? Uh, we're just fine here. And yes, we got Georgia well represented tonight. And that's one of the states in the in the country of the USA. And uh, we have uh, Tony Anthony and Cherry Simmons, and uh, and uh, they're from Jessup, Georgia. In fact, uh, Shannon Davis, as you just heard, uh, also grew up in Georgia as well. So uh, both of you meet Shannon. Welcome the aboard. owner of a Omega Man Radio, which has been opening the airways for about 14 years to uh, the call of Christ Appreciate in our lives. And uh, God bless him for doing that. It uh, gives me a place to live, and um, if only for an hour on a Thursday night, and uh, blessings on all of you listening, and uh, you uh, fellow listeners uh, will be taking worldwide communion toward the end of the program to take a moment to get some bread and or some crackers and some wine or grape juice or whatever you'll be using. For I feel that God looks at the repentant heart more than what's in the cup. And sometimes we've been caught unaware and we're not ready. And yet we want to honor the Lord (coughs) in ways that uh, we may. And so uh, if you're not ready, well, there's always next week. And, uh, fellow listeners, uh, we have an awesome program, uh, which is about to begin, uh, and, uh, it's going to save your marriage. How about that? And, uh, so on with the program. Now, Tony Anthony, I understand. You were one of nine children born in your family in St. Augustine, Florida. Now, where were you raised and educated before you enlisted in the U.S. Army? Well, I am the fourth child, actually of ten. <laughs> I'm number four. The bases were loaded, and I was the cleanup man to bring everybody in. And so... <laughs> Um, in St. Augustine, Florida. That's where I grew up at. And I lived on Bridge Street, which intersected Martin Luther King Street. Wow. <laughs> okay, and uh, when did you uh, go into the Army? I enlisted in the military January 3rd, 1978. And here's something how God would set things up. I lived on Bridge Street. My MOS was 12 Charlie, which was a bridge specialist, which was to build bridges and train others to build. Awesome. 
awesome thing. And you're going to be talking probably tonight uh, uh, that uh, you'll be uh, building people's lives to last. And uh, I understand that uh, you uh, had something strange. A sergeant gives you orders to do something strange like uh, (laughs) Campus Crusades. What's that all about? <laughs> okay, well, uh, March 19th of 1978, um, I was ordered by Drill Sergeant uh, Bird and Drill Sergeant Jonah. And so Drill Sergeant Jonah said, you told the chaplain that you would come to his service. And I said, well, I changed my mind. I wanted to go to this bar with the other fellows called The Sting. The bar was called The Sting because you get stung real good when you go in there. <laughs> so, and so he said, I'm giving you an order to go to the chaplain's service tonight and support. And so I said, yes, sir, Drill Sergeant Jonah. And so I went there on the campus crusade for Christ. There was a church called St. High Baptist Church. I think in Springfield, Missouri, that sponsored um, Campus Crusade for Christ. And long story short is, around 10 p.m., up in the bleachers, this guy came up to me. I was sitting there, and I don't know what they preach, but I just felt such love. And I got born again on March 19, 1978, at 10 p.m. on the Campus Crusade for Christ. I still have the little New Testament that they put my name in the date. Wow. Now, you just start from the Army, and you're attending college, and uh, on your spring break, I understand there was a church service, and it's a little unusual, but something unexpected happens. What (laughs) happens there? (laughs) Well, a friend of mine who's pastoring also now in Jacksonville, um, at Bethune-Cookman College, he had come by my home and said, bruh, I'm going to a church service. Let's go. And so I was getting ready to eat. I put my food in the refrigerator, and, and he said, bring something to wear, extra clothes. So I, I, got a, I grabbed a bag and put some extra clothes in and jumped in the car. Then he told me, we're going to Miami, Florida, from Daytona Beach. That's four hours. He said, yeah. we're going to a church service. <laughs> wow. And I was a go-getter, you know, and so I jumped in the car, and this is this is right off the cuff, and drove to Miami, Florida, four hours, and going to stay overnight to go to a church service. And so the church service was not in a church building. It was uh, um, some type of um, um, room at a hotel or somewhere. And so we had gone there, and I met. Actually, several people, but this one young lady, um, I looked at her and just just hug and greet and all of that and just went on because she was young. She was the age of one of my young sisters. She's 15. And uh, we left Miami, went back to to Daytona Beach, and that was in 79, in March of 79. So August of 1980, this young lady shows up at Bethune-Cookman. And I said, wow. And so we uh, kind of met in, in the prayer group that, w- that was on the campus. 
and we were just friends. And long story short, it's the Lord dropped her in my heart because the Lord said to me, I do not want you to marry anyone until I bring them to you. He said, I want you to allow me to be your spouse, and when I tell you to get married, I will bring her to you. Well, she came to Bethune-Cookman at age 16, who is my wife now, come, Mark, come May, May 26th of this year, makes 40 years of being married. And oh, so the Lord my God. really connected us. Wow. So <laughs> God really touched you, didn't he? <laughs> he did a big way because when I heard the voice, do not marry anyone. I want you to allow me to be your spouse. I heard that voice in my heart. I turned the radio on, WMFJ, 1450 AM in Daytona Beach. Someone came on and said, right now, somebody is listening, and God is saying he wants you to allow him to be your spouse. I turned the radio off. I turned the television on. Here comes Jim Baker. Praise the Lord. Right now, somebody is watching, and God is saying he wants you to allow him to be your spouse until he tells you. I screamed. That, that all that took place in one minute, hearing the voice and the radio, and the television all took place in one minute. I screamed because I was living in Daytona Beach. I was a biker. I would ride my bike on the beach and sit up there and look at all these nice women. And I said, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> and the Lord said, get off this beach. <laughs> because Daytona Beach is a really nice place on the beach side. <laughs> but that's what God did. He said, I want you to allow me to be your spouse. And he brought my wife to me. I did not have to go search for her, look for her. He made her. She was 15 when I met her. And then she came to college at age 16. We married at age, she was 20 when I married her. Wow. Now, I understand she uh, was born in Miami, uh, Florida. And uh, it wasn't uh, unusual for her to be there. But, my God. You just couldn't separate yourself from her because three years later, you knock at the door and you're in the room and uh, there she is, the girl that you saw some three years previous. And then uh, you find out that uh, she too is born again. Uh, how did this happen? That is, now, she got born again. In fact, she's on the line there, too. She got born again at age 13. I got born again at age 19. But I think we got oh. born again the same, within the same year. I was in Missouri. She was in Miami. Wow. Well, now you come home from college and uh, attending home Bible study, you get filled with the Holy Spirit, with the yes. evidence of speaking in tongues. Yes, 1979 in a church service in St. Augustine, Florida. I said, Lord, I was reading the scripture, Luke 11, chapter. He said, just ask to receive the Holy Ghost. And I said, well, Lord, just let me stand before this man of God. He will not have to lay hands on me at all. I just believe by faith that I will receive, and that's exactly what happened. He never touched me. He never laid hands on me. It felt like electricity. It felt like liquid hot oil. It felt like wind. 
all at the same time blowing, shocking me. That's what it felt like. Wow. Now, you get married to uh, Cherry in 1984, and I understand you got three children as a result of that relationship. <laughs> no. Well, let's uh, let Cherry share the, the story. <laughs> oh, that's quite a story. <laughs> well, things happen very, very rapidly. I will tell you this, from the very beginning, one of the things I did not want to do was marry a preacher, and especially a pastor. I did not want it. I said it um, privately as well as publicly. I would always declare I'll never marry a pastor or a preacher. And seemingly when I was in college, it almost seemed as though I had a pastor's wife on my forehead because I would always attract young men who were pursuing the ministry. But when I met um, Tony, he, you know, was just a ordinary guy that loved the Lord. He didn't seem as though he was pursuing the ministry, but he loved God. And I just wanted a really good deacon. That's <laughs> all, just a really great deacon. So in, getting, in us getting married, things happened very quickly. And, that, and with hindsight, I believe it's because of the call of the Lord or not only on his life, but on my life as well. So we had what they call a honeymoon baby. You know, um, first year of our wedding anniversary, we had Tony Jr. sitting there with us. And then uh, I want to say about four to six months later, I was pregnant again, and we had our second child. And uh, now I'm going to go back prior to um, when we had got married. Tony said that... um, the Lord had shown him three children stepping out of my womb. And so we had the first two right away, but it was uh, eight years later before we had the third one. I really didn't think we were going to have a third child, but I call her our surprise baby. And uh, the Lord has wow. blessed, blessed our children in that. All three of them are in ministry. Our son is a campus pastor in um, Rome, Georgia, um, our daughter, our second, our first, our oldest daughter, she pastors along with her husband in Arbondale, Florida. And then our youngest daughter uh, assists in praise and worship. She and her husband are over at the youth ministry, and so they help us right here in Georgia. So we've really been blessed, especially with all that we have been through because our children were not supposed to make it in ministry or even love God, but that's the power of the Father, and that he will uh, give us double for our trouble, is what the scripture says, and that he would make up the years. Or when Joel talks about how he'll restore the years that the canker worm, the palmer worm, and the locust have eaten over in Joel, second chapter, the 25th verse. And so that's what the Lord has done. In fact, it describes it as, uh, I love this translation, it says the swarming locust has eaten the creeping locust and the stripping locust and the gnawing locust. So I love that um, God is faithful and he is a covenant-keeping God. Wow. So you've got three children, uh, two girls and a boy, that all serve the King of Kings. Yes, 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 yes. And what a privilege it is. Oh, that's awesome. 
That's awesome. And, uh, you know, with the days that we have before us, it's good that there's extra help because we need it as people are going through a living hell in some way, shape, or form. And, uh, you know, sometimes we make the wrong decisions. And, uh, Tony Anthony, I, I understand that you worked in prisons in Florida and Georgia for over three years. Why would you do that? <laughs> well, <laughs> my the, the, actually the first time I worked in a prison was in Miami. It was at a Lindsay Hopkins um, type prison where I'd gone in, and they said, "Okay, get in the elevator." He had the keyboard, and we went two floors underground. And he said, "Now you are in prison with these inmates, and you cannot get out unless you have a key for the elevator, and you're underground." And so the inmates were women and homosexuals, and I had to teach them. And that was a real shocker because the first day I was calling Robert, Robert, and I'm thinking it can't be a Robert here because only only women, but the Robert was one foot in front of me, and it was this here a black guy who was really high yellow, and I said, whoa, the, the girls, the women kept pointing, he's right there, he's Roberta. I was so shocked. I said, whoa, my, because he looked like a woman, just extremely pretty, and I was just shocked. The second time was in Daytona Beach, Tomoka Corrections, uh, with inmates there, and I did that in 84, then also 87, 88, and then uh, we moved here to Georgia, and I went to Ware State Prison there as a counselor. And I think oh. I had 333 inmates on my caseload that I counseled uh, every day, everything about their lives. Um, it was really something. I even had an attempt on my life on my life there. The same thing in Daytona Beach. An inmate came and said, Mr. Simmons, it's time for you to leave this prison because they wanted me to kill you for $20. <laughs> oh. So in prison, that's a lot of money, $20. <laughs> and, so, and so the... The same thing in a Ware State Prison. Um, I had to have an inmate locked up while he was locked up uh, because he tried something as well. And so I knew my time was coming to an end after eight months there. But it was a very powerful thing, getting seeing him get born again, um, seeing miracles take place in the prison. And so that's what took place. It was part of my training, the Lord said, for ministry. You know, I, it amazes me uh, the power that God gives his people to handle the situation at hand. And there is no way that you would have been prepared otherwise if he hadn't spoken into your life and told you what to do. And, you know, the thing is, is that People don't realize that they have a friend in God who answers prayers. Yes. You know, and uh, Cherry, I understand your focus was uh, discerning the direction 
of one's marriage, as everyone, you know, everyone has issues, and going through trials at some point in their lives. So what do you say to them? I think one of the most important questions is, is it worth it? Is it really, really worth it in terms of uh, if you've been married 10 years, 15 years, even if you've been married five years, three years? One of the first things in, um, when people very often when they're going through difficulties in their marriage, I don't care how much pain you're in or how you're hurting, you have to ask yourself, do you love that person? And just because you're in pain, it doesn't mean that love goes away. And so when you have answered, yes, I love them. And then the next question, do you want your marriage? And I always encourage people, don't make a decision to divorce or anything like that, but take some time to pray. Take some time to hear God and be very honest with yourself in terms of do you still love your spouse, whether it's your husband or whether it's your wife, and also do you want your marriage to work? Most people, most people are still in love with their spouses. Most people still want their marriage to work. Now, putting in the work, that's a different story. That's yeah. a different story, being willing to put in the work. And that's where um, Tony and I have counseled many couples, and that's where, you know, you like a lot of doctors say, you, you win a few and you lose a few. And because those who have not been willing to put in the work, those are the ones that we've lost, but we really encourage people to listen that you can do this, you can go through this. We're not saying that it's going to be easy, but we will tell you that it'll be worth it if you're willing to just cross over on the other side. There is a crossing over, but most people like to just um, see through the lens of the present. And just like the wind, the rains, it comes and it goes. And it's getting that person to see that this is temporary. This will not always be this way. And so I just encourage people, if you are hurting in your marriage, if you want to see change, and of course it takes both individuals wanting change, it can happen, but you have to be willing to put in the work. And that's the, uh, that's the answer, is making it work. Well, uh, it may not work in the way that you thought, but uh, if you're open to the leading of God's Holy Spirit, He will tell you what to do and when to do it and give you a degree of patience that you never thought you had. <laughs> Right. Right. Absolutely. So, uh, well, I thank you for taking the time to walk them through this uh, difficult marriage, and we all have one uh, at various times in our lives, and uh, going through a trial uh, needs a listening ear. And I think that both of you are really uh, 
answering a lot of questions that let, were left unanswered a long time. And uh, now, Tony Anthony, uh, mm-hmm. what was it that you used to say? Make Christ your lover of your soul and your direction? Well, if I love, love Daddy God, love my, I call him Daddy God, love my Jesus and my friend, the Holy Ghost, more than anything else, then we'll be willing to obey him and stay with him and love others. That's one of the greatest things I wanted was to know how to love, love people because of my background. Well, I, I think that you have the key, and for our fellow listeners, realize there was an opportunity that you missed. And don't feel badly. We've all missed it. We've all had those trials and issues, you know, that, uh, but God is in the business of restoring many things, including your marriage. Oh, yes. And uh, what's affected? Your children. And uh, what's also affected? Your ministry. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Pastor Gary, can I tell you this? Um, one of the things that the Lord did with us, he didn't do it all at one time. He had to heal us heal us individually first. He began to heal Tony first, then he began to heal me, and then um as he began to heal the both of us individually, then we were able to come together and pray. And we just, we prayed every day. Sometimes it wasn't very long at all. Sometimes it was just a couple of minutes. Sometimes it was five minutes. But we remained consistent. And then one of the things that the Lord had told Tony was to begin to call our children because our children, except the youngest, she was with us, but the other two were away from us. Um, The Lord told uh, Tony that we need to call our children every day, even if it was just, hello, how are you doing? Even it was just five minutes, but so that they could hear our voice because they were in, a, in another city. And um, as they began yeah, to now hear I our voice. Yeah, now I understand that you went back to Jessup, Georgia. Well, at that time, we were living in uh, Daytona Beach. Oh. We were living in Daytona Beach, and our children were uh, living in Panama City, Florida. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you had uh, you uh, found out that uh, that uh, you uh, moved back to Jessup, Georgia, and you're coming back. And I understand you you uh, also were Tony Anthony, uh, twenty five recipes for twenty five cakes. Yes, um, the Lord gave me gave me these recipes, and, and all of this came about because we we shut down the church the churches in Daytona Beach and Bunnell, Florida, um, twenty years ago, because I was in restoration from infidelity, and so 
because of that, we were releasing that in the schools and everything. So I said, Lord, give me an idea that we could make a living while we are being restored. And so he gave me 25 different recipes for cakes. Uh, the first 100 tries, uh, my wife and children were the guinea pigs. And yeah, they threw it in the trash. That is horrible. And so we went, we went through uh, several, several tries. And it, ah, ah, don't call me back in here. And it, it was bad. And um, after about 100 tries, I had perfected a recipe the Lord had given me. And it just exploded from there to every different kind of um, cake. And they were the size of your hand. I can make the large cakes and the sheet cakes and wedding cakes. But he said, I want you to a handful of Albert and it was called a handful of Albert because that was my wife's uh, um, uncle's name and the cake was the size of your hand I saw, I was praying and I saw this here person had on this white chef jacket and this white chef hat and he took this here like a pizza thing they take pizzas out of an oven and he put it in, in there and brought out of the oven this cake the size of your hand and I heard a handful of Albert, and we started making, I made the cakes, and I packaged them, and my wife sold them. And so we went some of everywhere selling all in Florida. So as we moved to Georgia, we sold all over Georgia. We sold them in South Carolina. We shipped them to Delaware, to Iraq. I mean, it just exploded. The same thing happened where we went, oh, my God, my God, they started hollering. And they called um, my wife the cake lady. The cake, here comes the cake lady. Here comes the cake lady. Because she had a picnic basket, and the cakes were in there in these pretty wrappers. And people would come and say, we know this is my daddy's cakes because of the taste and the wrapper. This is everywhere we went, in Florida, in Georgia, in, in Carolinas, in shipping them. The same thing happened everywhere. It just exploded this, and that's how we lived the first, um, I guess, four or five years in selling these cakes everywhere. 253 of the cakes we, we were selling um, on a Friday and Saturday. Well, I want you to know that I made a chocolate cake out in the <laughs> kitchen <laughs> for medicine reasons. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I also made uh, fresh chili con carne. Well, Ooh, sounds good. So uh, we're eating high on the hog tonight after the program. <laughs> <laughs> so I I tell you, um, I understand that uh, you went back. To you went back to Georgia, and uh, you get a pastor call you on your way to church. And what did he say to you? Well, actually, the the, the pastor that called said, um, what are you doing right now? And um, I was in bed, and he said, well, I'm, I'm on my way to church and hung up. And when he said that, I told my wife, I said, the Lord just said, start the church. 
And so, <laughs> and that was the first time one called. Uh, the, that was in 2008, 2009, we were thinking about leaving just, and we said, we said, this is a hard place. This place, we don't know anybody. This is hard. Yes. And we were talking about it in bed, seven o'clock in the morning. And this wow. here prophet, this, this prophet calls, she says, what are you all doing? Again, I said, we're in bed. She said, wow. she said, the word of the Lord says, do not leave Jessup, for I've called you to Jessup. I'm going to raise you up in Jessup. I'm saying people from, from every direction, black, white, Hispanics, I'm saying this. I'm going to base you out of Jessup, and it's going to explode. And then she said, I'm on my way to church and hung up. I said, oh, my God. We were just, we were in bed talking about leaving Jessup. Yes. The next minute, this prophet calls, 7 o'clock in the morning, prophesying and saying, the word of the Lord says, do not leave Jessup. And we're talking about leaving Jessup. So you started church? We, we started a church, and we actually started um, in a hotel. I had to move out of the hotel because I could not afford $35 a week. We moved to the house in the woods. When I, I'm saying in the woods with Bambi. And so, <laughs> and so we had no signs up or nothing, and people started coming, just coming and coming. We did not know anyone. They didn't know us. One lady even came and said, the Lord told her that there was a prophet down here with a red truck, and I am, I am to bring him some money. That happened a couple different times. The lady didn't, didn't even know our name. Yes. And she just told our son, just tell them to write their name in it. I have signed the check to the checkout, and um, she made it out for five hundred dollars. And we did not know her. She was, she was, period. And God just began to move just that way as we started the church and obeying the Lord from nothing. Wow. Now I understand that uh, uh, in May of two thousand ten, you. Uh, you find something happening that wasn't happening before. What was that? Well, the power of God and the fire of the Holy Ghost began to fall uh, on us, and not just in a service, but anywhere we went. It was in a restaurant. It was in a grocery store. It was outside. And people begin to get healed and get born again at the same time. It was just incredible how God's presence was so strong that if you, you felt like you were on fire, just burning somebody over an accident about the, the Holy Ghost when he comes, he would baptize you with fire. And so that was literally happening everywhere we went. And it was amazing that it was not just in a service, it was anywhere we were that the Lord had told us to go. And um, people were being healed. They were being set free. Drug dealers drug addicts it was it was just incredible what god was doing miracles were happening on the spot so that's what took, began to take place in 2010 is that the anointing of the holy ghost the fire of the holy ghost the power of god began to move mightily wherever we went well i understand that church attendance starts growing and you're you're looking for property what what did you you come up with? Uh, 
we started looking um, in 2010. We went to a uh, what it, a, a rec center, recreation center, and we were renting there. And the Lord said, I'm going to give you property. And so 2012, we were looking. Um, as one of the members said, have you considered or would you consider buying a school that they're going to auction it off? And so we found out that the school that they were going to auction off is the school that we counseled someone in in 2009. And in 2009, these people said, you should buy this here school as a church. Well, we didn't have a church then. <laughs> we were just counseling. Yeah. And so 2012, we purchased this elementary school, uh, 44,000 square feet, eight acres, prime location. And um, the Lord gave it to us for $50,000. Um, we are debt-free and all of that. And um, the Lord just did a miracle. And we moved in there. Um, of seeing God just, just bring something up from nothing. And so we prayed and asked the Lord to hide uh, the school online in the papers and, and naturally so that no one would see it to purchase it because we had no money. So we had to do it by faith. Long story short is, after getting it, this major businessman in the city said, I wanted that property so I can turn it into apartments. He said, but when I heard that Dr. Simmons had it, I said, well, praise God, Dr. Simmons has it. And so God just did what we said. He hid the school. No one saw it for 90 days. And the Lord blessed us to purchase that property. And now we have it. Uh, we've, we've had it for the last, I guess, 12 years. And... um we free and clear. Awesome. Awesome. God's hand working in your life brings brings an answer to prayer. I yes. think this yes. is awesome. And uh, I uh, I want you and, and Sherry to uh, to tell our listeners, you know, that some of them are hearing you for the first time tonight, and the promise of salvation that started your both of your lives, and uh, could you uh, lead them to the Lord? Now, I usually... Uh, take a moment and uh, read John 3.16. It's uh, one of the favorites. And uh, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. I never knew that. I thought you had to earn it. And then it goes on to say, For God did not send his Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world should be saved through him. 
I yes. never knew that either. Yes, yes. Could you give those who are feeling that there is an empty spot in their life that only can be filled with Jesus Christ, can you lead them into the kingdom? Yes, yes, very much so. Um, let's do it like this. Um, you're listening, just put your right hand over your heart, your right hand over your heart. And so just repeat this after me. Say, Father God, in Jesus' name, I come to you and I ask you to forgive me of all my sins, my past, my mess-ups, and Jesus, I forgive every person that's ever hurt me in word or deed. I choose to forgive them and to forget what they said and what they did. Now, Jesus, come into my heart. Live your life in and through me. I give you all of my life for the rest of my life. Now say, Jesus, do something with my life. And you're going to begin to see right now, the Lord is going to begin to do a work in you like never before. And I just release the anointing, the power of the Holy Ghost to come on you and in you. Your life is going to change. You can write this date down and this time. Everything is going to be transformed and changed. Every place where you where there's been a mess up, where you could not uh, um, exceed, succeed in anything, it's going to all change. Your life is going to be transformed day to day, day to day. And if you think you mess up after this moment, he said in 1 John 1, 9, that if you just say, Jesus, forgive me how I messed up, I repent, and you're back in fellowship and you're going to begin to go forward and go up in the things of the Lord Jesus. So welcome to the kingdom of God. Welcome in to the family with Jesus Christ. Welcome with the Holy Ghost filling you. Because now you are a child of God. Amen. 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 I tell you, uh, we're watching... Uh, um, uh, a program that is uh, Britain's Got Talent and America's Got Talent. And there is a pastor, uh, a singer from uh, Nairobi, uh, Kenya, and uh, he is saying, I am a child of God. And the judges are giving their lives, their lives to the Lord on Amen. television. Amen. 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 Harvest. My, I am a child because I am a child of God. And that's what uh, you people are hearing is is that Tony Anthony is saying to you, 
you too can be a child of God. And, and, and this is just awesome. This is the most important decision of your entire life. Receive it now. Receive it now, and you have no further concern because Satan doesn't have Jesus in his heart. So you control the power that God wants to give you, and he wants to give you a gift. I... I didn't know that, and I I found out that there were nine gifts that God wanted to bestow upon his children, and uh, read about 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 11, and uh, see what God has promised you, if you're one who has accepted Jesus Christ into your heart. I am telling you, I did that at age 44. I wasn't as good as these kids. <laughs> I tell you that uh, there is awesomeness, and why would three children want to serve the King of Kings and Lord of Lords except that they saw a change in their family and it brought together that relationship that we are children of God. Now, yes, we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but this makes up for it. And we have the opportunity to walk and talk and share the love of God with anyone that we meet. And I encourage your children to do the same. And uh, I I tell you that uh, I was a pastor in New York, and uh, I put out a business card, and it was laminated so it wouldn't end up being something in pieces. <laughs> I, uh, I helped myself there. <laughs> <laughs> and then the end result was is that I told them I was the pastor. They were the ministers. And I said, go out and minister to any place you are and see the change. And the reason why I had done that, (laughs) confidentially, (laughs) (laughs) is is the fact that uh, 
I led my first person to the commentary on the back of a business card, and the man was healed of cancer. Praise God. That is what our God does. That's what Jesus Christ does. He enters into our lives and changes it. And uh, I'd like to (laughs) remember to take communion because I'm getting carried away here. And... um, but think about that. Your church is the ministers of the church, and they go to baby showered. They go to babies being born in the hospital. They go to uh, PTA meetings, Parent Teachers Association, and they share the light and the love of God. And... Uh, I want to say in 1 Corinthians 11, I say that because I want you to know that there is order that the Lord likes to have. And in verses 23 and 26, the Lord Jesus, in the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, He had broken it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So I have my cracker. I hope you have yours. I had one take it with a chocolate morsel (laughs) because he was in the hospital and there was no bread. There was grape juice and a chocolate mortal. So, God, you understand that, and uh, we take that bread and break it now, and we say, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. And this is your body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. And by your stripes, I am healed. Now, I want you to know, I do this daily, and I've done it for eight years while being on the Omega Man radio. I have not been sick one day. Allergies? I have. (laughs) So, this is, uh, and when uh, he, in the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat his bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Well, Lord Jesus Christ, 
I take this because I know the blood shed on the cross has covered my sins, and they are remembered no more. Washed clean by the blood of the Lamb that was slain. I take this now, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Every day. And you know what that builds? It builds a relationship, not a religion. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. How about that? Yes. So I tell you, and I want to share with you something that uh, may blow you away, but it's relationship. Now, I never, I never, quote, had a relationship like this with a father and the son and the Holy Spirit, but in 2 Corinthians 6, 2, and verses 16 to 18, here is our Father's relationship. And God says, at the acceptable time, I listen to you, and on the day of salvation, I helped you. Was he here? Yes, he was. To those who took salvation. And Tony Anthony, I believe that we have countless others, young people, that are making that commitment. Yes. And now... Behold is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Yes. How did he know? This is uh, it's unreal. But then he goes on to say in verse 16, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And apparently he knows your old friends. Therefore come out of their midst and be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean. And I, I will welcome you. And I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. Yes. <clears throat> My friends, he knows everything about you. He calls you his sons and his daughters. Welcome to the family of God. He loves you. More 90 seconds. <laughs> so, could you give us 
your email. Yes. Um, our email is, well, you can, they can find out more about us at themarketplaceinternational.org, or they can email us at Dr. Tony Senior, Senior as an SR, at 60secondsgroup.com. Say that again. They can um, go to the marketplaceinternational.org to find out more about us, or to make it easy, they can just Google the Leap Effect Group, and they'll see um, uh, both of us under that name, the Leap Effect Group. Has okay. Only, uh, and websites, do you have a website? Yes, the website is the Leap Effect Group or marketplaceinternational.org. Awesome. Awesome. And I thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For bringing, bringing this to uh, a change relationship Ten and seconds. salvation of a marriage. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you so very much. Okay, Brother Shannon. Praise the Lord. Yes. Uh, Tony and Cherry, what an honor to have you on. A powerful testimony yes. tonight, and we would certainly like to have you all back on to do some preaching in March. Oh, If you have some yes, time available, yes. <laughs> be an honor. And yes, thank you. Absolutely. We would love to. And thank you, Brother Gary, for setting up this program, another home run for Jesus. Um, and, Gary, if someone wants to reach your ministry, is there a way they can do it? Oh, I, 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 I'm with Tony... <laughs> All right. I I I want my marriage to be saved. Well, amen to that. All right. Well, justintimeministries.com. Fantastic. Just and in time that ministries. was the name given by the Lord. Just in time ministries fifteen at gmail.com and just tell me your need and we'll pray it through because we have a God who cares and a God who answers those prayers in mysterious and unfunctional ways. <laughs> just see that you have a God who loves you, and he calls you sons and daughters. Amen. 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 Sister Cherry, one more time, your email address, because I'm going to send you a copy of the show. What's the best email for you? Okay. Sure. Uh, to make it very easy, I'm going to say victory, as in yay, <laughs> cedar, as in cedar tree, at gmail.com. Victory, cedar, at gmail.com. Okay, fantastic. God bless you all. Thank you for coming on, and we'll see you all again. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I tell you, it's been a privilege and an honor to serve you. God bless you, Tony Anthony and Cherry Simpson. Simmons. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Correct me. 
<laughs> thank you, Brother Gary. No, God bless you, and thank you. God bless thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Tony and Cherry. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Have a great evening. Okay, friends, that was a great program. Let me save that. We'll be right back. 